rolling. We good. Yep, I'm ready. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Kinetic Connection. This is the place where we're connecting your true intentions to your everyday life and finding joy within everything you decide to do. And I am host one of two, S dot period. And next to me, we have the beautiful, beautiful. Hello, lovelies. I am Lady I, and that is I with an A, of course. And today's show, we're going to be talking about what is your role, lovelies. Hmm. Roles. What, so, what do you hear roles as being? Like movie roles? Are we yeah. Talking movie roles? Are you, we talking TV shows? You know, Theater? What are we talking Usually about? that's what people go to is movie roles, TV roles, a character they seen on a TV show or mm-hmm. in the play or something. But, lovelies, we have roles all throughout life. Mm-hmm. And every time a role is assigned, there's also some expectations that come with that role. Yes. You know, there's some, some people like to call them obligations. I don't really like to say obligations because. It seems very restrictive. It is. And you can kind of do what you want, even though that on, you shouldn't yeah, yeah. always do yeah, that. We have, <laughs> we have boundaries, but you should feel free in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so there's expectations that come with each and every role. And, mm-hmm. you know, and some people like to call it an assignment or a mission. You know, okay. a duty or it's your responsibility to do certain things when you have a certain role. Yes. Okay. Now, first foremost, a role outside of characters that we see mm. every day that we tend to clearly forget is just the roles of family. Family. We have mother, father, sister, brother, auntie, uncle, grandparents. Mm-hmm. Each one of these individuals in your life plays a certain role. That's why we have titles for them. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have titles for them if. They didn't play a role. That's true. But and then sometimes the thing is with that title, we do try to give responsibilities based on the title. Mm-hmm. But sometimes yeah, we that try can to vary. Put descriptions. <laughs> yeah, we try to put descriptions on what that title is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is you, this is the description of what you do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. sometimes that's not what we always want to do. Sometimes we want to be a little more free mm-hmm. in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'm a daughter. <laughs> But I might not want to do some of the things that is required or what they would consider is required of a daughter. Mm -hmm. I might want to do and step out the box a little bit and be a little different. And then we have some, even if we think about how these um, parental roles have merged to some extent. You Mm -hmm. know, what used to be, of course, they want the man to be the provider, the woman to be the nurturer. We have a mixture of that happening Mm -hmm. now, a balance of that happening now. You know, so, but there's still a role of a parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's still there, you know. And like I said, there's so many different type of roles. We got roles even when you're talking about your job. Your boss has a role. Mm-hmm. Your boss's boss has a role. Yeah. And then you have a role. And when they <laughs> don't play their roles right, <laughs> you feel it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> As the employee. Okay. You be like, wait, wait a minute. You're not doing what's right. They not take care of business. Yeah. Which is their responsibility, right? And um, a lot of times we we end up in roles in life that we consciously chose, sometimes mm-hmm. not so consciously, you know, mm-hmm. we just end up there. And then we wondering. end up, you know, and then we have to play that part, you know. And sometimes that's cool. <laughs> sometimes it's cool. cool. And then cool. other times it's like, okay, 
I don't uh, want to do this no more. Like, <laughs> like, like, get me out of here. I don't want to do this. Hey, what's the What's the next thing? Like, what's the next role? Is there something? Is there another role I could choose? Please. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm not that great at this role. Like, sometimes I feel like we get into certain roles and we be like, you know what? I'm not that great at this. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But then people got so used to you being in this particular role that when you decide to change and do something different, it kind of throws them off. And it's like, well, it's not up to you to be thrown off about what I decide to do with my role. And even with the throw off, maybe that's even occurring for a reason for you, too. So Mm -hmm. it's it's different reasons why we decide to be in a particular role or change roles. Now, when we're talking about changing roles, lovelies, there is so much we can actually dive into with that. But Mm -hmm. most times we actually have have to have the understanding that changing a role to some extent is possible at least expanding within that role some evolving (laughs) within that role you know because sometimes the role can be so mundane like um what's a even being like a mother that can be mundane after a while like like that's why a lot of stay at home yeah that's why a lot of mothers be like okay when the kids get gone they be wanting to change up or even before the kids be gone like they be like 10 years old and they be ready to book on and go do something different like wait a minute i didn't know it was gonna be like this and sometimes we sign up for roles that we don't know exactly how it was gonna be just like when you sign up for a job and you get into the job thinking it's about to be great then you get there and you realize, no, this is not what I signed up for. This is not mm-hmm. what I thought in my mind that it was going to be like. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even thinking what it might be for in your mind can also distort the role that you're supposed to play to. Because yes. sometimes we have a way that we think it's supposed to go, but it's really not supposed to go that way for a particular reason. It's the reason why. And sometimes you have to kind of be naive to that reason so you can purely be in that role, purely. Yeah. So that's another thing, too. Yeah, and that's the whole thing, too, because just think if you actually knew all that you know now then. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some experiences that you're going to be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't have did that. I'm not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just but the thing is, that experience is what got you to the point of expertise or mm-hmm. knowledge or mm-hmm. wisdom mm-hmm. that you're at now, yes. you know? So it's a reason sometimes where we have to enter into some certain roles yeah. without actually knowing the, the full Terrain. blueprint, yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, and so it's cool, you know, and so and even understanding that when you get in there, you have everything you need or you can actually connect to what you need. Yeah. When you're there, right? You have to truly believe that within yourself. And that's even going into um, <clears throat> truly knowing yourself, too. Um, like we had mentioned in some previous episodes, like really knowing who you are, understanding mm-hmm. the reflection that you also bring to other people and the reflections that you see from other people, mm-hmm. too, to decipher what type of role you need to play or how to play the role or how to continuously going down the route that you need to for this particular role Mm. it's so much that goes into it it's a lot this can get really deep really fast (laughs) (laughs) really deep really fast but we gonna try to keep it a little more surface a little bit and you know like we were talking about changing roles Mm -hmm. so what would you first of all what advice would you give about changing roles? Because first of all, when it comes to changing roles, you have to kind of know what role you play first. Mm-hmm. You're playing, <laughs> know what roles are available, <laughs> you know, and then understand how you to position yourself to get into that other role if that's what you so choose that you actually want to do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm-hmm. 
So what's the question again? What would be your advice about changing for changing roles? roles? Okay, well of course knowing your role. Um, once you actually know what the role that you're playing in, whatever person life or your own life or whatever or in life in general, uh, you have to know what role you're playing. You have to know the description of that role to a degree. Because I don't think you can change your role until you fully understand the description of it. Um, that's why you kind of go into the role, actually. That's why you go into it, because you don't fully know it. Mm-hmm. I think once you fully know something, you decide to change it. So that's the main thing is knowing that this is what you're doing. This is where you're at. Mm-hmm. This is the part that you're playing. And then once you do that, then you can start looking at other roles that you particularly might want to play. But just know, if you fully knew the role, you probably wouldn't go down the path fully. So maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But I think it's always something you could learn from all of the roles that you decide to play or decide to go down. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's all about learning, really, at the end of the day. Whether you're um, teaching other or learning about yourself. It's always something that you can do within the role. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely um, agree with that. That there is definitely a lot of different... Um, things that you can do but like you say you have to realize it first so if you think about even like someone who's had to go through um releasing some type of addiction whatever Mm -hmm, it is mm -hmm. it's the accountability of realizing that this is what it is and we want something different Mm -hmm. but the thing is the different won't come if you don't realize where you're at you got to see where you're at to know where you can go you know and um actually taking that time to to honor that part of yourself that mm-hmm. actually went through the experience because sometimes what we end up doing is bashing ourselves so much for choosing a particular role when that role is even though it might have um damaged certain things it still taught a lot mm-hmm. sometimes certain things happen in our lives that create chaos but that chaos is manifesting so that it can show us something Chaos, you know. it could be a catalyst. You it's know. a catalyst. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if we even talking about chaos showing us something, we can even talk about the role of the body, of mm-hmm. the human body, the role the human body actually plays. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us go through so many different physical ailments, sicknesses, whether, um, whether it's mental, physical, emotional, and it has to get to a point where it's exasperated, meaning that you literally can't see anything but the problem at yeah. this point. But before you even decide to make a change, you know, and and the thing is, if we actually paid attention to the little details before it exasperated, we would have known that something was wrong. Something was (laughs) not in alignment, you know, but because so many of us don't always pay attention to the little minor details of things, Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. let things have have to get so big so that we we, before we actually do something about it mm -hmm. so that we can actually see what it is. Yeah. You Think know. about even with, like, sicknesses and diseases and stuff. Most of the time when you're sick, before you get sick or before you get some something happen, you have symptoms, right? That's what they call them. And sometimes the symptoms be so, like, small. Like, sometimes you won't even notice them sometimes because 
with your everyday life. You're just constantly going, just mm-hmm. going and going. And you're not taking the time to actually feel yourself, feel your body, feel what's actually happening inside of it mm-hmm. because you've been, been moving so much. So sometimes you have to take those times to actually be still so you can actually feel what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. And then once that happens, then you can kind of prevent it getting to that point of mm-hmm. the aspiration of it being that bad. Mm-hmm. Like you can stop it. But because sometimes we get caught up in, in life, in the motion, in the, the movement, in the hustle, we don't pay attention to those things. And we'll forget it. And then something big has to happen for us to even pay attention and recognize it and be like, okay, mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. to change something. And mm-hmm. sometimes it might seem like it might be too late for some people, but it's never too late. No, it's not. It's never too it's late. Not. It's not ever too late. And I think, honestly, if we actually took – and what we all went through all over the world over these last couple of years, it was a huge downtime. So we can do exactly that. Give the time to ourselves that we mm-hmm. needed to pay attention to all the little details and workings within ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's why we actually had to stay away from each other, you know, that six feet, you know, so that we can feel our own energy for a change and just feel our stuff mm-hmm. so we can figure out what's going on within ourselves. Because, if you know life, when you're going through stuff, it seems that uh, everybody else's stuff gets piled on top of the stuff you have to deal with, too. So mm-hmm. then it's like you can't even figure out how to surf through your own stuff because you got so much other stuff you got to surf You don't even through. know if it's yours. You know, you can't you, tell. Yeah, you can't <laughs> tell what's yours and what's somebody else's. And now you upset about something that you probably shouldn't even be upset about because mm-hmm. your life really is actually great. Yeah. But because you put so much of other people onto what you're doing within your life, you start feeling their energy, feeling mm-hmm. their pains, mm-hmm. feeling their hurt, mm-hmm. feeling their joy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to the reversal, you might think your life is great and you're happy and you're really fully not happy fully yeah. Yeah. because you're taking on everybody else's happiness. But when you go back to yourself and actually be within yourself, you realize damn, I'm not happy for real. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. not really happy. I've just been out here just mm-hmm. going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Or you realize the opposite, that you actually are happy and that you've been in a, um environment surrounded by people who are actually miserable, so now you're taking in a lot of what they're feeling too. Mm-hmm. You know, it can happen the opposite way as well. You know, so but the knowledge itself of where you actually are helps. But mm-hmm. if you don't actually take that time to sit with yourself to figure those things out, then you won't be able to pay attention to those little things until they become big things, Mm -hmm. a big problem. (laughs) You got to solve it at that point. You know, you can't just sit it, box it away, you know. Oh, yeah. So it's it's really about taking a moment. That's what we learned about the pandemic, taking a moment to yourself, really taking that moment. My mom, speaking of taking a moment, my mom used to go MIA on the whole family for months at a time just because she needed time to herself Mm -hmm. because she was pulling in so much from everybody else. So I learned this at a young age to like take time for myself and be Mm -hmm. to myself to really know how I feel Mm -hmm. before I go out and trying to pull in everybody else's feelings. So yeah, it's good to, to do that. And I know everybody used to be upset about her taking them MIA breaks. Like, they used to just be calling her. She had to change her number and stuff. She's like, no, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need this sign to myself. I don't mm-hmm. care how any of y'all feel. And sometimes the outside world would feel some type of way because you decided to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's when you got to really not care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to really not care. You got to really care about yourself first. 
And sometimes it's okay to be selfish. Mm-hmm. I know we hear selfless all the time. We got to be selfless all the time. No, sometimes you have to be selfish too mm-hmm. because it would take on so much, so much weight onto yourself when you are being so selfless because now you're not worrying about the foundation that you build for you. So really, like, really pay attention to how you're feeling through every moment, through all the times that you're going through. Like, really pay attention to yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely important, lovely. So right now we're going to take a quick, quick break. And before we do, we want to give a shout-out to Lawson's Video Productions. Yeah, LVP. Yes, yes. (laughs) For providing us with the studio space and everything. And if you would like to also record your podcast or show or anything, definitely give them a call. Um, we'll put the number right below so you can be able to. So, And now we're going to take a moment to decompress and ground ourselves using a breathing meditation called four-point breathing. If you are listening to this, you are allowed to do any style breathing that feels comfortable to you if four-point breathing is not comfortable. With four-point breathing, there will be inhaling and exhaling through the nose, as well as inhaling and exhaling through the mouth as follows. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Inhale through your mouth. Exhale through your nose. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your nose. Inhale through your mouth. Exhale through your mouth. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. And for the next 30 seconds, inhale through your mouth. Exhale through your nose. And inhale through your nose. And exhale through your mouth. Take one last inhale through your nose very deeply and exhale through your mouth. Thank you for joining us with this breathing meditation, lovelies. Please enjoy the rest of the show. Wholeness. Are you ready to explore your limitless possibilities? Introducing Kinetic Connections 
the ultimate space for intuitive innovations and inspirations. Unleash your creative perspectives to mind-bending explorations. As we inspire catalytic perceptions and push the boundaries of freedom, knowledge, wisdom, and uniqueness. Looking past the limits of possibilities together. Here at Kinetic Connections. Okay, lovers, and we are back. So, lovelies, I just wanted to retouch on what she was talking about last time when she brought up um, how her mom actually would take those times, those me mm-hmm. times, you know. So, in a sense, what that really was is changing a role, you know, mm-hmm. changing a role. Mm-hmm. She decided that, okay, yeah, I'm this person for everyone. I don't mind being this love, this help, this genuine energy for everyone Mm -hmm. and that's what most people when you decide to step into a role like that they're going to expect you to constantly be Be like that that. role not realizing that for you to continually be like that you got to also be being fed something but if Mm -hmm. you always giving and you're not being fed then guess what you're going to end up dwindled Mm -hmm. you're going to end up not having be having energy to give to anything so you the giver has to take the opportunity for themselves and say, okay, no, I got to step back from this particular role for a moment so I can go refill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I step back into this role, I actually can perform. Yeah, it's like no matter what role you decide to choose, you have to look at the other side of that role. It's always another side of that role that you also have to pay attention to and also live up to, too. You can't just be in one polarity of it. You kind of have to be able to be balanced in both roles, in a sense. Like, whether it's the role of the giver and the receiver, Mm -hmm. to be truly balanced with it. Because you will be pulled so far with giving, just like you can be pulled so far with receiving, too. That can also be an issue because you will receive so much and you will forget how to give. Yeah. You will forget. And giving is very important to receiving. So, uh, it's a balance. It has to work in balance, you know. And because if we notice that, Whenever we do something too much, it throws something off of balance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, we can decide we're going to pay attention to it being thrown off of balance or not. And if we don't pay attention, it'll end up so far off balance so we have to climb or, 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 or reach to mm-hmm. get back on the um the beam yeah. <laughs> okay because we didn't fell off it didn't, it didn't went sideways mm-hmm. at this point okay <laughs> so we have to get, find a way to get back into that mm-hmm. but if you're paying attention to that along the way you won't let it get all the way to that point it's okay know? to shift back and forth like you don't have to be completely centered Mm-mm. i think that's the misconception too to being completely centered can kind of cause you not to fully grasp either side too mm-hmm. because you're so stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to kind of be on, like kind of move back and forth between each side as long as you're not going too deep yeah. <laughs> or you get lost and yeah. can't come back. And that's how you expand because you can't expand if you don't leave center, mm-hmm. you know. If you never leave the center, you cannot, you won't know your bounds. Yeah. You won't know your boundaries. You know, so sometimes you have to go into those different sides and aspects of yourself and aspects of life to understand what boundaries you even want there, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because we don't want to play a particular... Okay, so you could play one role and be on one pole, and that can be a thing. But then that's going to get tiring after a while, or you're going to feel lackful, or you're Mm -hmm. not going to feel fully yourself. You know how you sometimes be like, it's a part of me that's missing. 
it's a part of me missing within mm-hmm. me. What is missing? You kind of be kind of lost. Like, mm-hmm. what is missing? Mm-hmm. That's because you done shifted so far to one side of the pole that yeah. you kind of forgot that other side of yourself. Yeah. So yeah. that's what be missing some of the time. Sometimes you just gotta, even if you gotta crawl over it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But start getting over to the other side of yourself so you yeah. can kind of find that balance within you so you can feel whole within yourself. Yeah, and then that's that wholeness. Just like she was saying, we miss, most times people are saying that and they're missing a part of themselves. And the thing is, what people tend to always push out is that they're looking for their other half. They're looking for the yeah. other half of themselves. Like, they themselves are split. Like, their souls are split. Mm-hmm. When lovelies, each and every one of us is whole. Yes. In fact, we are whole. But sometimes the choices in life that we have chose have made us polarize ourselves mm-hmm. into one or two or few aspects of ourselves when we have so many other aspects of ourselves that we can tap into in any given moment that we choose to. Mm-hmm. And so instead of actually saying, you know, looking for other half, your whole being looking for another whole being that you can merge your wholeness with, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, where it feels balanced, where it feels good, yeah. you know, instead of saying half, because what happens in those cases, that means that, Half of the roles you're going to feel is supposed to be one person's and half is the next person's. And then when one person isn't doing half of what they need to do, the other half falls off too. Yeah, now you feel some type of way because the other half fell off. When you it could have all been within yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about something outside of you always. And then that doesn't mean that you're not open to being interdependent with other people Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. but it also means that you're deciding to be independent as well as being interdependent Mm -hmm. but instead of just being dependent on something outside (laughs) of you i remember when we first got together and i used to do the either or stuff all the time like what would you choose this or that and she would always be like "Uh, i can't choose i want both i'm like you know you got to choose either or she's like no i want both I'm like, huh, this is no fun with you. No. But then as time progressed and stuff, I start understanding what she meant by that. By like, no, you can really have both sides. I can have both. Why do it have to be an either or all the time? Why do we always have in our mind that we either going to be this way or we either going to be that way? As soon as somebody decided to do something different, now y'all think they all the way over there. Yeah. Y'all think they shift over there now because they decided to do this one thing a little different. Mm-hmm. Nah, this is who they are. Like, no, they that and this and that over there. They can be all of those things. But sometimes you get stuck in the fact of because you feel you can't do that. When you feel you can't do that, now you think others can't do it. So now you're trying to put restrictions on them, and it's really the restriction on yourself that you're putting. And then you get upset because they decide to be free and do whatever the hell they want to do. (laughs) And you feel bad about it. Yep. So, so now you're projecting you, your own restrictions. Yes, onto other individuals. And mm-hmm. um, we have to recognize when we're doing that as well. Yeah. And I know sometimes that's not something that you just automatically click on and click to do and different things like that. It takes time. But now that you know that this is actually happening, now you can kind of pay attention when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And then um, it won't be that that type of feeling because then it starts reflecting back on you. And then that's a whole other thing. And mm-hmm. It can get real deep. Like I said, it can get real, real deep. It can. <laughs> it definitely can. Um, and in, I guess, understanding that, uh, even for myself, it's been multiple roles in my own life mm-hmm. that I was expected 
to perform in, mm-hmm. you know, and like say for instance, I'm a very, very um, I guess fiery person. I can be very passionate about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can and, be. She can be. <laughs> and that energy can be used for a lot of different things. It, be, it can be used to catalyze stuff, mm-hmm. you know, start things. It can be used to end things. <laughs> it can be used to do a little bit in between. But sometimes I don't actually want to be in that. You know, sometimes I actually just want to flow yeah. and just be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but some because of the life path that so many people have seen me already being in, you know, they project that, okay, this is how she going to be. When <laughs> she this how she going to be. And then when they meet me, I'm mm-hmm. a whole different in- energy. They like, okay, now I don't know how to come at her. It's like, like, well. It's just like the actors on the TV. When they People think that's how they are because they act that way on TV. And then they meet them in real life and realize they nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Y'all projecting them to be this way. No, mm-hmm. that's just a role that they're playing for yes. that particular time, for that mm-hmm. particular place and space. Mm-hmm. Now they want to go do something else, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> and they want to be this other way. Yeah. So now you get upset because they decide to be something totally different than what you thought and imagined them to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't do that you gotta allow people to be freedom have freedom and be freely who they are too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so now is there any roles that you were in that you ever wanted to change change? yes currently like (laughs) growing up I was definitely a loner I was uh, to myself I was definitely very quiet stayed in the corner observing everything that's around me that's happening around me and um so people know me as being very quiet, very um, just to myself, right? So when I decided to now shift into more of a more outwardly person in a sense, it kind of throws people off a little bit with me because they like, uh, okay, this is new. Uh, they don't know if they like it or not, but it's okay. I'm going to still be me. I'm going to be truly me. Sometimes I had to realize that that was one pole of me, and now I'm going to the other pole of me. So if y'all knew how I was then, just imagine how I, how I am on the other side of that. Like, just really imagine how right. I am on the other side. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. But it still has some of the same attributes, too, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm still, like, balanced within who I am, no matter which side I'm on. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to feel like, I don't think nobody feel awkward fully. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel awkward, but I don't think other people feel as awkward. <laughs> but because I stay balanced within who I really am, I'm the true parts of me is still exists. Mm-hmm. And you still you regardless, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's the thing people tend to forget if they switch a role, that that role is still them. Mm-hmm. Just like I think it was something I read some months back that was talking about before you decide to marry someone, you got to see them in all a few different scenarios mm-hmm. to see the types of roles that they're going to play within these different scenarios. Mm-hmm. You got to see them when they happy. You got to see them when they mad. You got to see them when they sad. You got to mm-hmm. see them when they broke. You got to see them when they got money. You mm-hmm. got to see them um, in all these different aspects of themselves because I'm going to tell you, you're going to probably get different versions of this person depending on what's going on with their life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's just like, okay, let's talk about like relationships, right? So, you know, you one way before you get into a relationship, right? This is how people see you. They thank you this way. Then you get into a relationship and you're actually comfortable in the relationship. So you start portraying more of the other aspects of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. 
And then the people that, or your family or whoever, friends that see you think you changed because now you're in this relationship and you're comfortably being yourself fully, and they think you changed and that this person is changing you. Mm. So what do you want to, like, what can you say about that? Because that's the thing, that people really feel that the other person changed this person when it's fully not the case. They just might feel more comfortable around them Mm -hmm. and different things like that. I actually don't believe nobody can change anybody. That's just me personally. Mm -hmm. I don't feel nobody can actually change anybody. Everything that every person decided to be is truly them. Mm -hmm. It was already in there. It just took something to trigger it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know? So I never think anybody fully changed in that way. You can change yourself. That's what you change, yourself. And I also feel like when you do change yourself, it was always within you in a sense. Like, this was always part of you. (laughs) You just was dormant within yourself. So you had to kind of pull it out. And whether it's been in a relationship with a particular person that kind of helped pull that side of you out or been in a certain environment that pulled that that side of you out, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's kind of what's happening. So sometimes we can't get upset because the person changed fully because that's fully who they wanted to be mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what they decided to be at this moment mm-hmm. now what you go learn from it that's the thing exactly. <laughs> what exactly. you go learn from them changing their role exactly. what role you about to be in how <laughs> <laughs> you got to worry about everybody else worry about yourself that's and, I mean. yeah, no, and that's the biggest thing too you know um now it's one thing to know to to care to care and yeah. to even um, want to assist with trying to manage mm-hmm. others but and understanding how to do that, you got to understand how to do that on a lot of the levels of yourself first. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when we try to go and help someone else, we're only extending the, the pain or the distortion and the issues that we have within ourselves onto them versus actually giving the help that we say we want to give. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes we even have to be mindful that the help that we think we give giving might not be the help that is needed. Yeah. You know? And so we actually paid attention to ourselves more and actually went in to yeah. to, to, to check <laughs> our the, inner world gotta first. Gotta go, gotta you go, know, Then bring that to the forefront, bring that out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it feels a lot better. It feels a lot more relatable. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like you're actually just trying to harp on someone and just talk on someone or, or, or badger someone or just get them to do something mm-hmm. because you feel that this is how it needs to be in their world. Yeah. But maybe they don't really care how you feel it needs, that's how it needs to be in their world. Mm-hmm. That's their world. Because mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned, you don't have to be in their world. Yeah, you yeah. know, and that'd be the thing too. So it's also understanding and respecting you know, when people do choose certain things for themselves. Now, granted, we might not always understand. We might not, not always understand where our cousin decided to go rob a bank, okay? <laughs> we don't know. One. We don't know why they did it, okay? But I'm sure they knew why they played that role. Even if they don't consciously know, they might have oh, consciously yeah. knew that they needed some money. Yeah. Yeah. But subconsciously, they were te- trying to teach us all, okay, maybe this ain't a path we want to go down, but then it was probably teaching some pe- people, okay, if I want to go and do this, it's this a better way it. to do it. Well, what about the people I'm in the saying. bank? What about the people in the bank? Do you want to tell why they was right? Like, it okay, teaching them, them teaching them. Maybe we teaching need the bank security. something. Yeah, teaching the <laughs> bank something. Like, <laughs> okay. you got to understand that no matter what role people play, whether it seemed distorted, <laughs> whether it seemed pure, <laughs> That that role that they chose is still teaching something to them, to someone else, to what the world, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's still teaching something. Every decision we make is teaching us something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have to definitely not get so offended yeah. 
based off of other people's decisions. Yeah. Can't get so offended about it. You just got to be like, oh, why they do that? Okay. Maybe you can look and see the perspectives. Try to change perspectives sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's what I do with a lot of things. Like, just see other perspectives as to why this is the case instead of just what my feelings feel on what it is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can feel this way. My emotions feel this way towards why they did it. But it right. might be other reasons. And then even going to, like, the subconscious thing because a lot of us is doing stuff subconsciously. Like, you might think that it's conscious, but it's mostly subconscious because you haven't really in tune into yourself fully to know that this is a, uh, a conscious thing that you're doing. So with the subconscious part of your of yourself moving and making these moves and doing these different things, uh, sometimes we do it like we was mentioning earlier for the pureness of it because if you consciously knew, uh, you probably wouldn't do it or it probably wouldn't come across in the right pure intentions like sometimes you have to really get somebody fired up if you're fired or where you at isn't really there their fire probably wouldn't come up from it so Mm -hmm. now they can't catalyze other stuff like just understanding emotions has a lot to do with like uh the alchemist of life in a sense like a lot of our emotions are different elements in a way like some of them are flowy elements they can be fiery elements they can be uh, airy elements the way that our emotions are are triggers for different things and when you put different things together it create other things that's mm-hmm. what process is the process mm-hmm. putting different things to, together to create a a particular product or something mm-hmm. so the process isn't the bad part of it just like we get so condemned on processed foods and stuff not understanding why processed foods exist fully mm-hmm. We just think we supposed to eat clean all day. Like, why do, <laughs> why do you think processed food really came about? Just think about that. I'm not about to go into that now, but yeah. just think about that. Like, that <laughs> but, yeah, so really just, it's really about really doing stuff for yourself mm-hmm. and understanding that everybody else is also doing things for themselves as well. Mm-hmm. Just how you might feel about you just wanting to be free, they feel the same way. Mm-hmm see that's a reflection and if you can really um understand connect into that reflection of that yeah it would help a lot when you trying to understand other people's decisions Mm -hmm. even though it probably shouldn't matter (laughs) but then sometimes it does matter because we care yeah but maybe that caring is the trigger that needed to happen for other things too Mm -hmm. like that caring the fact that you care about it was the trigger for Mm -hmm. something else so Mm -hmm. yeah and it's, and, and it's all necessary, yeah. you know. And, and you know, she was talking about that subconscious mind. The thing is, you know, they say we use only 10% of our brains. Mm-hmm. And that's because 10% is only the conscious part, the part that we actually know we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're smelling things, we're tasting, seeing, feeling, hearing, all of these things. But the other percentage, the other 90%, that's the subconscious mind working. Mm-hmm. And that's why most people haven't tapped into more of that because it's the little intricate things that are automatically happening with us. You know, mm-hmm. we're not thinking about how to breathe every day. We're not thinking about how to digest our food. We're, we're not thinking about our these, eyes. You know, we're not thinking about how these atoms in our bodies are doing what they're doing and connecting. The enzymes on we're our not, skin. We, you know, we're not thinking <laughs> about how all of these things are happening, but mm-hmm. it's happening constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a part of the subconscious workings, but that's a part of what's creating all of what we got 
Yeah, all of what we see. If you consciously knew everything that was happening, you probably wouldn't want to be here. But yeah, <laughs> it would be a I'm lot. I'm not gonna say that. I'm no, not gonna I say think it would be. be I think it would be a lot unless other people is also on that particular brain wave as you as well because it would just be like okay y'all are just stupid well it would be like that that movie like what's that lucy i think it was lucy and then um it was another one i can't really think of what it is when she just started seeing all everything all the little intricate workings behind all of everything and you know just imagine how challenging actually having a regular life after that would be <laughs> okay so yeah. of course most of us won't fully fully open up all of it but if we could just take some time and go into those little parts of ourselves and start feeling into our own worlds our mm-hmm. own minds our own emotions you know our bodies mm-hmm. <laughs> just a little bit more so that when we are in these roles we paying attention to what everything is showing us what our body is showing us mm-hmm. what the outside world is actually showing us you know, paying attention to these reflections, seeing if what is reflecting from our world is what we actually want to project. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then when we realize it might not be, what can we do to shift it? What can we do to change it? What can we do to make it better? You know? And and actually going and taking the actions that need to be taken after, after mm-hmm. that. You know? If we are actually doing that, there's going to be so much more connections and healing and understanding that we will have mm-hmm. you know and i understand that this world works in a way of um uh, what is it friction mm-hmm. friction kind of makes things move and makes things mm-hmm. go but there are a lot of different types of things that make things move too mm-hmm. so sometimes we got to add that other thing in add that balance you know is it a, it's the fusion energy energy you know, not saying to get rid of fishing completely because we need distinctions. Mm-hmm. We need those things. We need a uniqueness. And that's what fishing mm-hmm. is, two different energies. Um, well, well, energy being created from two different things splitting apart. Mm-hmm. They're separating. And fi- fusion is them coming together. Coming together. Yep. Now, we need all of this as far as I'm concerned. Cause when I look at that, that's pretty to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the it's like the screensaver on the Windows computer back in the day when mm-hmm. it was just bouncing everywhere. <laughs> Y'all remember that? It's pretty. It's beautiful. We like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. that's how the world works. And how the universe works. If you just see how the the physics of the universe and even apply that to your everyday life, yeah. you can even understand how that even works and how it all correlates together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it all correlates together. We're all everything has a reason, has a place. It's there for a particular whatever it might be. It's there mm-hmm. for a reason. It is. It is. And yes, like she said, we everything has a place, space and um or and place time. and space and time. It, it everything does. Every single does. Every single thing. And when we understand that and actually take a back step back from the situation or even our own lives to Mm -hmm. be observers Mm -hmm. you know because sometimes it's hard to be objective in our own lives because we're a subject (laughs) in our lives okay but when we take that time to take a step back and see the role that we're playing and see how it's actually being beneficial Mm -hmm. and see how everything around us is actually benefiting us too Mm -hmm. and we won't see the world as such a scary place Mm -hmm. (laughs) we won't see it as everything is just coming at us all Mm -hmm. the time it might be coming at you but maybe it's coming at you to see if you're gonna put your hand up to catch it yeah <laughs> you're gonna catch it one more thing i want to say uh, containing to that um 
it's like the reflection part. We normally don't see ourselves every day unless you look in the mirror. You will see yourself and you look in the mirror. But everybody else sees you. They know how you look and when you change and all this because they can see you from the outside looking in. But you can't see yourself. So sometimes you have to bounce what's within you off of someone else to actually see <laughs> what it is that yeah. is reflecting. Yeah. That's why we are all reflection reflections to everybody in a sense. Because you can't see yourself fully sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you can't take that time to step back and see yourself. So sometimes you have to see it within other people. Mm -hmm. And most of the time other people are, are just reflections of what you're actually doing within your life, mm -hmm. within yourself. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just be easy. It's like take it easy. That's that's not push it so hard. Like we don't have to push everything so hard all the time. Now it's a time and place for everything. I'm not saying like pushing it hard is bad. I'm just saying we don't always have to do that. Yeah, you ain't got to take it easy like Delani either. Yeah, you ain't yeah. got to do it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, you ain't got to do that But other either. ways to do it. I'm just saying. Whatever works for you. Okay, so. <laughs> yes, lovely. So, so honor your role. Honor others' roles, you know, because I think of life as a stage, you know. And me being an actor, where I actually spend time as being an actor, director, and producing a few different things, too. But... And all of those different roles, they all require different parts in it, different mm -hmm. understandings, okay? But all of them were important, every single one, you know, and understanding how all of them worked together was important, too. Mm -hmm. And that took some actual time to actually, like I said, sit back and see what they all do and see how they all connect with each other. But then I learned how to honor them all within me. And that's the same thing each and every one of us can do, mm -hmm. is take a step back, like I said, and see what role you're playing. See how it's actually fitting <laughs> into mm -hmm. what's going on. Mm -hmm. See how the other people's roles around you are fitting into what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when we actually do that and honor that, we're going to end up with, a, like I said, a, a lot more... Um, balance and peace within ourselves yes, because yes. it's the turmoil within ourselves that's telling us there's something wrong that we're not paying attention to so if we pay attention to those details and how just those little inner workings work within ourselves because the only thing we can control is ourselves right we pay attention to that we apply the appropriate things appropriate knowledge yes, <laughs> information yes, yes. to turn it into wisdom through the experience i promise you the world would be a much more peaceful place. <laughs> a much peaceful place. flow. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with flowing. There's nothing wrong with it. We and say we want to fly. We and say dancing. we want to fly. You got to flow to fly. <laughs> you got to float. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, yes, lovelies. Um, I think that's, that's pretty much the gist of everything. I mean, of course, it can get deeper, but... Um, I think that's the gist of where we're trying to get y'all, mm -hmm. <laughs> get it at mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, mm -hmm. But if you would like, like, if you like this show, I'm saying a lot right now, y'all. I'm going through a lot right now. It's a lot of stuff happening. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of things happening internally, outwardly. So just hang in there with me for a minute. But um, if you would like to also do a show as well or record your own podcast or anything like that, definitely. Uh, contact LVP Studios. Uh, is it LVPstudios.com um, if you would like to also um, 
record your own podcast as well. Yeah. And I am S dot period. I've been forgetting to put the period. It's S dot period because <laughs> it's no one after or before me. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, lovelies. I am Lady I, and that is I within the A, of course, Lily. Yes, yes. And wishing you so much peace, so much love, mm-hmm. so much balance and wholeness on your journey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as always, this is Kinetic Connections. Peace. Much love. This podcast of Kinetic Connections is being brought to you by Perfected Videos in association with Lawson's Video Productions. Thank you for tuning in to Kinetic Connection. You can catch us each and every Wednesday right here 